This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to Seagull Social Season 3, Episode 46. So we're just trying to figure out if there's a delay. Hopefully there isn't. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm of course Ben. You probably haven't seen us for a couple of weeks. So I'm joined by Maz and Ryan. How are your summers going? I'll start with you, Ryan. I'm looking good, mate. I've uh, been getting. A bit I'm looking tired, good. No, so I asked uh, you how are you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, mate. Yeah, it's all good. All good. Um, plenty of vibes this summer. To be fair, got a new job, so uh, feeling good. Um, but yeah, things are going well. Um, very good. Thank you very much. Good, glad to hear. Con- Mas, how's your summer? Congrats going? on on the job. Yeah, as congrats, well, of course, as well. So you did um, just time out. Me and Maz didn't understand yeah. a single word you just said while you, when I, you were saying I caught, you I caught the end of it. I caught the end of it. So I thought I'd <laughs> It's all right. It's okay. Um, Thank you, mate. Thank yes. Uh, what have I been up to? Not not, not much, really, uh, to be honest, Ben. Just just hustling, mate. Hashtag grinding. Uh, yeah, no, I've just, just been working uh, and, yeah, living living the dream. You're joining the side, man, aren't you, Maz? Yeah, yeah, I'm joining the side, man. Uh, confirmed. Romano's going to do the actually. tweet too. Here we go. Um and yeah, I got a little cameo on TalkSport as well last night. That was fun. Good fun. Um, yeah. Nice. It's been good, man. Good, good. Yeah. Um, How about you, then um, Yeah, not too bad, really. I was very ill last week for some reason. I've been so ill this year. It's been really unlucky so far. I know. I was going to say, I, I actually feel like every time we spoke, it's like I've been ill like, last yeah, week. Yeah, I just right, burning the candle. It's like a really ends, weird cycle. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I, I literally if... had every symptom under the sun. I think it's called a come down, Ben. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going through one right now, mate. I'm sweating out. Yeah, the come down from the <laughs> toilet, I've just been like. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> anyway. That's grim. Anyway, yeah, last week horrendous. was grim, Ryan. Um, but no, other than that, it's been good. Yeah, just burning the candle at both ends. Hopefully, not going to be doing that too much soon, but we'll see how that goes. Um, and in terms of Brighton, we've kind of had a very good start to the summer transfer window, mm. I'd say. Got a few Indeed. decent signings, a few boys linked as well, which we'll be talking about. Um, obviously, when we uploaded our latest episode, we had actually recorded that at the same time as the previous episode. So we haven't technically we haven't filmed for like probably four or five weeks. Since then, quite a bit's happened, including Alexis McAllister actually left. We never actually spoke about it. So 
Ryan, what are your thoughts on him going to Liverpool, picking that well, going to that club in particular? And also, how do you think he will do at Liverpool? Do you think he'll be a flop? Do you think he'll go under the radar? Will he be a big game changer for them? What do you reckon? Very weird choice, but I do sort of get it. I think it's weird in that it's to a team that's still in the Europa League the same as us. That that was always been a bit of an odd one. But at the end of the day, it's Liverpool. They're a massive club, probably the biggest club, one of the biggest clubs in England, if you include United. Um, so I think, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to a very prestige club. He's going to be recognised by the global scale um, and he's going to be put on a platform. So I get why he's gone. Um, for the price, we obviously got is 30 million up front, 55 million all in. Um yeah, it seems it seems a little bit low. Um, but then at the same time, I looked at it in this way, and this is almost a bit of a counteract question to your question of 55 million all in, say it all comes through. And before the World Cup and before he sort of, you know, became this sort of global superstar that is, realistically, 55 million was probably around about the right price. And to anybody else, I don't really think that anyone actually took any notice of Alexa McAllister before he won the World Cup. It's also to say he wasn't a good player, but I think that, you know, definitely since the World Cup, he almost sort of, performances fell off a little bit. But also, I think he was actually better in that before World Cup to after World Cup. And then people only rate him after the World Cup. And that's what I think is the 55 is a bit more justified, you know. But with those, yeah, we say it's like got add-ons, but we probably don't know what the add-ons are specifically. If I, I could take a wild guess and say one of them is for them to win maybe the Premier League, I doubt it would just be just to win a trophy. Which may, And then if I'm thinking about, right, will they win a trophy anytime soon? And will we get, let's say, 10 million or 7.5 million as part of that? I can't see them winning a trophy anytime soon, personally, unless it's Europa League. But maybe I doubt mm. that would be like a Europa League um, add-on or anything like that. What did you, probably what did you reckon of the Europa. price? Maybe. Well, no, they might win it, but I don't. Maybe unless that's in the deal, who we knows? Will. It's only like speculation. <laughs> but um, well, yeah, we'll win that. But Maz, what were you? What were your thoughts on the on the fee? Because a lot it's mainly thirty five, but we don't know what the add ons. Yeah, um, what they're about. Yeah, I, I've seen the narrative, especially on socials, of like, oh, I can't believe, like, what what steal thirty five million? And I think, yeah, let's be real, it's not thirty five million, as Ryan's just mm. said, it's twenty millions add ons, which is you know, yeah, fifty five million all in. Um, it's still cheap, I, I think. I reckon I, I agree with Ryan. I still think it's a bit on the cheap side. I feel yeah. like we definitely maybe could have gone more. It's a bit weird for us, isn't it? Because as we all know, like Tony Bloom does not lay down for anyone, and doesn't he doesn't care if it's Real Madrid or Bayern Munich. Mm. If he if he thinks a player's worth X amount, that's what we're going to get for him. So I was a bit surprised in that sense that we sort of he did go for what is perceived as cheap. But at the end of the day, like Ryan said, we're getting fifty five million for for a player who. I feel is replaceable, and I know that sounds a bit crazy, crazy to say, because of how important he was and how good of a player he is. But I feel like we can replace him. We've proven it season for the last two two seasons now that we can replace these players, and and I you know I fully think we can do it again. Um, it's just who comes in. You know, we've had the Hood come in and, and Milner. Obviously, they're not, in my opinion. I don't know about definitely not Milner, but is the Hood going to be a starter for us? He, he's got the, he's got the quality, but. Is he going to keep injury free? That's going to be the big question mark, I think, with him. It's just, yeah, who do we replace McAllister with? I think that's the key, key thing now is like mm, who comes yeah. in as a starter. It seems like it will be Mohamed Kudus from Ajax, but we will, mm. we will talk about that a little bit yeah, later. Just to add um, on to the price. I'll give my point, bit, Alexis. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, I was just yeah, going to no, say about do, the yeah. price just before you do your, your piece. Um, I think as well, a big part of the reason in letting him go so cheap, to me anyway, as an outsider that sort of understands the inside a little bit, is Tony Bloom, I'd imagine. Um, would have said or you know the club would have said that 
because you've been so good throughout, you've always given us ultimate respect. Um, you know, you won the World Cup and you didn't just jump ship afterwards. If you stay with us and keep on till the end of the season, keep playing as you are because you are playing well, then we'll let you go. It's almost like one of them, you know, we'll let you go a little bit cheaper than we normally would because you've treated us so well. We'll treat you a bit nicer too. And maybe yeah. maybe it's a bit of an agreement in that way. I don't know. That's, that's I, 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 I think he... I think he's, he's he's shown that before, hasn't he? Like, he, he, Bloom won't keep you there if you don't want to stay. You don't want to stay. Like, but yeah. I think he's shown time and time again. I won't let you leave until you pay me what you're worth. <laughs> I think yeah. that's the key thing. It's like he's not going to keep you prisoner. Um, and no. I think I'm sure we'll get onto it. But the Caicedo, um, you know, he signed his new contract, didn't he? Uh, in March yeah. round, or after transfer window, basically. But it's obvious to see that he didn't sign that because he wanted to stay at the club. It was he signed that because obviously there'll be stuff in the contract that will say he can leave for this amount, or there's this mm. clause. There, there'll be something in that paperwork. And that's the reason he signed that new contract. Let's be real. He wasn't going to sign like a three-year extension because he want to stay at the club. He, he done it so he can get a better deal when the transfer window opens again. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I'm sure Tony Bloom knows fact, what he's doing. Exactly. Like, imagine if we did lose him in Jan. We, who knows? Would we have got Europe still? Maybe we could have. But would it have been Europa League? Would we have such a great run after, after the World Cup if he had gone in Jan yeah. for a bit more money? So... If that was the case, then I'm happy that we held on to him for a cheaper price. It makes sense and yeah. we're playing European football, not the yeah. Conference League. We're playing Europa League next season, which is yeah. incredible. Um, I do question whether he'll be good next year, depending on what role he plays also in that midfield. Yeah, I do agree. There's a number of different roles he could play. Because let's say if he plays that deeper role, he has so much um, weight on his shoulders to make sure that when Robertson and Trent are going forward, that he's filling in there. And that's a lot of pressure on Alexis <laughs> McAllister, I think. Um, it depends and also then if he maybe if he plays a more of an eight role will he be doing that I don't know if he gets ahead maybe if Thiago plays I think they're linked with Shaboshalai from RB Leipzig or Leipzig however you like to say it and I feel like he would be more of the eight or more of the attacking midfield of those three which then means Alexis is probably then going to be playing in that more defensive role and then it goes back to you know how Trent what Trent's like and they struggled with that at the beginning of last season didn't they with Trent bombing forward they didn't really have a defence after that as soon as he now, I think that Trent and I think um, yeah. that's why I'm a bit more like you know they've got these inverted fullbacks which to be fair is one thing that he, uh, Alexis will be used to at Brighton is that we've been very used to having inverted fullbacks probably less so with Veltman but particularly with Estupinian and I know we don't like him anymore but Kukure was very good with it and I think he's going to be used to that sort of game the only thing I'm not so sure about is yeah, there's a there's a lot of added pressure. He's obviously a very sort of um, emotional character. Um, you know, he's he's a very sort of sensitive guy, and and I rate that. And, and I think you can sort of tell by the way that the players have all posted about him, and everyone's sort of giving him their best wishes. That you know, he goes with the ultimate blessing, especially from the fans as well. Not many players have gone away and, and done that recently, and I think that that's a really big bit of respect. But at the same time, as we always say, Mister Nice Guy in football doesn't always work, and you know, especially with these big six sort of fans, you'd get a couple of passes wrong or you have a couple of mistakes. Mr. Nice Guy isn't very well liked on Twitter, especially, but, you know, he's getting going to get digged out for that. So hoping for his sake that doesn't happen because he is a quality player on his day. Yeah. Although he won't be next to Moises Caicedo now, which is probably one of the biggest strengths of Harmon Field. Mm. So I'll be interested if he's, I doubt Henderson's going to be playing, but who he does play with, I can't really think of the top of my head who will start in that three. But yeah, he's not going to be next to an absolute powerhouse of Moise Caicedo mm. to sweep up with him. He he might be the True. only defensive midfielder in that three. So yeah, our best of luck to him. Obviously, I'd love for him to do mm. really well because yeah. I absolutely love the bloke and he gave so much to the club. Um, I think that's probably enough on Alexis McAllister. Fair Another departure, which is 
Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, another, yeah, another guy, imminent. He's going to be going, surely. Moyes, as Kai said, we've spoken about him so much. Doesn't look like he'll be going to Arsenal now, who obviously nearly signed him in January because they've just pretty much got Declan Rice. Um, Rice 100 Rice, million or whatever it is. Crazy, yeah. crazy money. I know it's English tax or whatever, but if, like you said, I think you tweeted off SS, Maz. Yeah. If he's going for 100 million, what's more is this Sado worth? Yeah. He, um, that's just, that, it's a weird one. I was going to, yeah, uh, in my opinion, if if Teclan Rice were for 105 million, Moises Caicedo minimum, minimum is 120 million. But obviously that's not going to happen because of English tax and all, all that jazz. We're probably looking more, what, 80 to 100, uh, I think. But I think it'll be 100 plus. You know, it, it's, yeah, I, I, I hope so because oh, otherwise it's ridiculous. I can't ridiculous. see it, I can't see it the, being it's that. It's the market though. It'll be like 80, 85, I imagine. That's the thing. Is that, is the, the market's the, the market's messed up. Basically, we all know that, yeah. But if we're going by deals, as in, if a player's gone this amount, what does the next player go? If you go by that logic, there's no reason why Moises Caicedo goes for any less than, let's say, 110, yeah, yeah. 120 million. Because it's just mental to me to think. Look, I'm not saying Declan Rice is a bad player. He's a very, very top quality player. You know, we all know that how good he is. But he's running ragged uh, against West Ham. He, like even after Drumbo, the press conference, yeah, uh, yeah, Declan Rice yeah, came yeah, out and he was he like, "I hate I it." Out on there. Today, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, I, "I hated it out there." It was like the, one yeah. of the worst days. Yeah. Of, you he know, said I've it was demoralising. Demoralising, that's against... it. Yeah, against Caicedo, and then and then was it um, the semi-finals against Man United? He was he was the, by far the best player on the pitch that day. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. there's just time and time again, you could you could pull out a million performances from Moises so Caicedo yeah. of how good he is. We 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 know how good he is. So if Declan Rice is going for 105 million, I'm sorry, but Moises Caicedo has to go for 110, 120. But I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Ben, unfortunately. I just don't see it happening, unfortunately. Yes. What about you, Ron? I, I agree with everything you say about how good he is, obviously. And I think that he is fantastic. Don't need to go over it. But at the same time, I one thing I do disagree with, I, I, I've got this weird confidence. I don't know why. Um, I think that I just believe in what Bloom's doing. I get the whole thing of where he is with the whole poker board here and, and, and the cards he's got is obviously worth more than the cards that he wants off the others. So he knows that. And I, and I think that because they've got Colwill and because we know that Colwill wants to stay and because we know all of these things, it's, it's very, very public as to how much Chelsea are on their knees for, for Caicedo. At the same time, people know that we want Colwill. It just seems like a bit of a like... A back and forth, really. It's like it's like football fans at a station, really. Like it's sort of like, come on then, come on then. And, and another week's passed and nothing's happened. Um, and the the only reason I Drop think of the is shoulder. because obviously, yeah. And and I do think because um, obviously the the price tag is so high. Um, that's what's given me this confidence of well, you either have him or you don't. And I think that because um, with McAllister's clause was a bit different and, and their agreement was a bit different. Was we'll let you go because you've given us loyalty, whereas. Moises Caicedo's is, we'll let you go if this offer comes in. Um, it, it gives us more leverage because if the offer doesn't come in, then we have no obligation to let him go. And for me, that's that gives us the ultimate power. Um, and all the time that Colwell wants to stay here, which he's made quite pretty well known, um, particularly to people around the club, it makes you think, well, how can we how can we be the ones that are going to lose in this mm. situation? Unless but that Chelsea does give Chelsea a, a bit of an advantage. I know Colwell wants to leave, but the fact that we want him and they have him. That gives them a little bit more power yeah, to do we as can well. Get someone and they else, know that then. we don't want to do it. I know, but I think That's we're very set. It seems like we're very set on Colwell. And I know I am and probably a lot of the Bright fans are. Oh, yeah, of course we are. Because we were so attached to him last year and we can see mm. how good he will be. 
and the fact that he's been but, so outspoken about wanting to be here that that's why we really really want it but but my thing is though so what was it we bid was it 40 million for colwell got rejected or was it 30 million i don't think the 40 so, got rejected I think that's was... what i was trying to work out because oh, okay. I couldn't, I don't, I, unless I've gone mad, like maybe I have. It was just laughed at, it wasn't rejected. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but so this is the thing, right? So, so yeah, so, so this is the thing, right? So Cole will, let's say, let's say they, they value him at what, 50 million, I'm assuming, sort of 50 million plus Chelsea. Yeah. So say, yeah. if, if let's say that become if he becomes part of the deal, well then, Kaiseido, let's say we, we value Kaiseido at 100 million plus, you're looking at a 50 million plus Kaiseido for Colwell. But I don't know. I don't. I doubt they're going to do it as one part of the deal. I, I reckon they're going to do it separately, just because I, you know, I think that's probably how they want to do it. Just apparently, so it ha- yeah. apparently, it helps manage the books as well. Helps get yeah, out of with bet. a few financial things when sense. you don't. When it's a player yeah. swap, you don't. Yeah. Well, we've seen we've seen that. Chelsea. They're, they're doing. They're signing eight eight year I contracts and uh, just want to also know, mention on Chelsea because Maz has only got ten minutes left of this podcast on, on oh, Chelsea yeah. and or Carwell Moises Caicedo. How dodgy is this Chelsea Saudi thing? Well, but you know they had oh, that yeah. meeting a month or so ago, Ridiculous. and then they've sold three players of massive wages to mm. Saudi. Saudi. So dodgy. And then on top of that, yeah, uh, yesterday, Strasbourg, uh, mm. I think they might be German, yeah, who are owned by like Bluco, which is heavily involved in Chelsea and both the clubs. Strasbourg are interested in signing Saar and it's basically just Todd Bowley bidding to himself, sending himself an email. It won't I just, last. Obviously, it's not, that, it's not that specific, but it's just so dodgy. How dodgy? Yeah, yeah. Because it's, if it's, it keeps meant, going it's actually that mad, way, like... yeah, it won't last. It won't last. Sorry, man. Mm. Yeah, well, we, we, no, you're, you're good, you're good. You're, it's just um, Chelsea. I th- fair, do you know what? One thing I will, I will give them props. Yeah, fair play to them. Th- this transfer winner, they have been excellent. Like you look at Mason Mount going for sixty million with a year left on his deal, is like amazing. Good business. Like they've they've let go so many players to the Saudi Pro League, and it, and they are putting you know getting a lot of money in. Of course, they've spent a hell of a lot. Like they spent silly money on Mudrick. They've spent a lot of money elsewhere, but. Fair they're getting loads this, of it this, back from yeah, Saudi yeah. Arabia. It's just yeah. so, so it's obviously, it's obviously super dodgy. That's like, what's even with the man, me, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, go on, Ron. isn't sitting right. Yeah, no, sorry. I was going to say, um, I agree with you, Ben. I, I think that it's... I don't know if it's going to stick. Like, all of a sudden, this, this guy from America has come in and does some crazy things over the past year, has then claimed he's got this sort of massive loophole and tricked the whole of any CEO or any senior in football history in England, that this guy from America knows that no one else does because he can give an eight-year deal that anyone's, everyone's done on the football manager anyway. And this is what I don't understand. <laughs> is like, I, I, I just feel like it's like, I don't know, I think something's wrong with, with them. And they've spent so much money that surely someone's got to catch up. Now, I don't know the ins and outs and, and, and the financials at Chelsea, but something doesn't quite add up to my brain anyway. And what do I know, I guess? But um, I do think that with back on the Colwell thing, where you say about the 40 million, uh, the 30 million was definitely a verbal thing. It was never actually an official bid, but the 40 million was an official bid. I haven't seen that been rejected. I could be wrong. Um, but my thinking is obviously if they're so confident in getting Caicedo for 80 million, or if that's just um, propaganda, could be. At the end of the day, our evaluation for um, Caicedo was 120 thereabouts. 40 million plus 80 equals 120, no? So I don't know what the uh, if that's just a conspiracy theory, but um, I don't know. Something something to me seems like both of us are going to come away happy because if there's another deal of someone's coming away feeling smug and if it's that lot, I think that it's the end of our negotiations together and this whole little partnership that we seem to have. Yeah, the un- the unofficial part. Just just finally from from me on on Caicedo or, or Chelsea in, in general is that um, I think 
they, I've seen Colwell they've said basically like they want to keep him you know they, they see him as a future and uh, potentially for a second well, loan po- don't Poch they does, yeah. Poch. <laughs> yeah well yeah no, you're like right right I, I would love to keep Caicedo as well um, I want to sign him back like, there as well. uh, they, they, there's, there's rumours isn't there that we might get Colwell on loan again uh, yeah. for a second season which I would not be happy with at all I think we, we you know we always say, don't we? We don't want to develop another player's player unless we get him at the end well, of the it. Club, the club have said that as well. They share the yeah. exact same opinion. Mm. Yeah. So I just, I just basically hope that yeah, we get a really good deal. If if Casado goes, we get hundred million plus, um, and then hopefully, yeah, we can sort out a deal for Colwell because I think he'll be key next to Dunk next season and yeah. just helps us uh, with that depth at centre back as well. So yeah. Call me crazy, but I would I would take let's say eighty five million for for Caicedo, and then we pay thirty five to forty for Colwell. I know then it's maybe like the only difference there is like forty million we have in between that. But I just I really think we should get Colwell, and he'll be a massive massive player for us to for years to come, mm. um, not just in if the near Colwell, future. But, but then you can say that about Caicedo though. Twenty one. What do you mean? True. No, I know, but he was all destined for a bigger club and always has been since he burst onto the scene at Brighton. Mm. I feel like that was always the projection. Well, like one day he'll probably be playing for Real Madrid. I probably don't see the same for Levi Colwell at the moment, but I just think, yeah, Colwell could be such a huge success at our club. Um, yeah. And Caicedo maybe is not as replaceable, but we can replace him. And like, like you said and talked about yesterday, Maz, we have so much faith in Tony Bloom that they're always going to do the yeah. right thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, yes, I would happily, are, yeah, I'd happily take, give Caicedo to, yeah, give Caicedo to Chelsea, get Colwell in. Do you agree, Ron? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, yeah, I think pretty much. Um, the only thing I think, a loan, if it's another loan, I mean, obviously he loves the club. If he comes in and plays really well for another year, it is what it is. At the same time, if he doesn't renew a new contract at Chelsea and sign to us on loan, I can live with it a bit more because then that gives us a little bit more leverage going into next summer. I know it seems like a long way away yet, but if he doesn't renew a new contract at Chelsea, I think he would only have two years left or maybe one. Um, and that means that obviously his price is either going to be uh, in our hands or they're going to be a little bit panicky because they're thinking if he doesn't renew now, can I say that, oh, sorry, Colwell's got another year at Brighton and he loves it even more because, you know, he's done well in Europe or whatever, then I don't know. There, there might be something in that. I could be in dreamland a bit potentially, but I don't know. I just feel like there's something that, there's something going right at Brighton as we'll get onto in a bit about the incomings. And I feel like, um, especially with this Caicedo deal, it just feels like, I have a lot of trust, as Maz says, in, in Bloom in to make this right decision. I don't think we're going to come away from this feeling hard done by. Could be completely wrong, but I really doubt it, if I'm honest. Yeah, in Bloom, we trust. Agreed. Exactly. And Maz, before you go, I just want to quickly mention, actually, let me mention one thing. Jack, Jack Albion's flags at Glasgow and also all the Brighton flags at Glastonbury. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I Great must show. have seen, like, I know we posted like maybe three different flags, but... I'm not joking. I think I saw probably like four or five and I don't remember seeing like any other clubs. I know that's a, what a trophy for Brighton, but it's just class to see so many Brighton flags at Glastonbury. Glastonbury flags yeah, what, trophy. What a trophy. Yeah, I mean, it's a big one. And obviously Jax was incredible. Uh, it's an England flag that if you didn't see it, it said Jason Steele for England. And that was brilliant. It even got uh, the Football Daily podcast, even gave it a shout out. They yeah, talking about so, flags at Glastonbury yeah. and they, yeah. uh, they gave Jack a shout out, which is incredible. Um, but on Jason Steele, on goalkeepers, Looks like we're going to get Bart Verbruggen, who's a Dutch goalkeeper. Verbruggen. Uh, Verbruggen. He looks very, very good. He apparently had a really, really good game for Holland, not Belgium. I think people got mixed up with his nationality on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Uh, for the under-21s, he was very, very good. Looks like we're going to get from Anderlecht. Um, does he, Mads, I know we probably haven't seen too much of him, big old mm. Bart. 
Does he start ahead of Jason Steele? But does Jason Steele deserve to be dropped? Yeah, so this this is my thing. I think you you have to go with Steele until he basically t proves you wrong in the sense of he has to go out of the team. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? As in, you basically has to give you a reason why to drop him. Yeah. I think it's so unfair to, you know, from especially off the back of last season, how he came into the team sort of halfway through the season and really proved his worth and, and had some really standout performances. I think it is extremely harsh. However... When you buy in a, a talent like Verbruggen, who who's clearly very talented, you know, he's under 21, uh, Netherlands international, uh, looks a really, really good goalkeeper. I think his stats were brilliant last season. I'm not, I'm not going to claim like I, I watched him week in, week out, but he looks good from what I've seen and what I've read about him. So I think you've got a quality goalkeeper um, that's sort of ready to go. Like he's ready to take his chance when given it. But I think it'll be extremely harsh to drop still. So to answer your, your question, uh, I would start still um, for the for the foreseeable until he gives you a reason to drop him. Um, and then finally, I do think it's a bit weird though. Like for example, uh, that we signed such a young, exciting keeper when we've had like a Carl Rushworth, who's um, and even you know who's in the in the England squad, uh, under twenty one squad. I know it doesn't start, but he's in the England squad. Like it's weird that do, do we not think he's good enough, Carl Rushworth? Like do do we not think? He's 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 you know ready to replace still. It just yeah, it makes me think about the the club players we do have at the club. Clearly, they don't rate them or whatever, and we know Sanchez is outgoing. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a weird one, but he looks like a quality goalkeeper, and I'm I'm excited for the signing. Maybe for Rushworth, maybe it's one of the ones where he just needs to be playing more first team football. I don't know how many years of first team football Bart's been playing uh, and elect or maybe before that. Um, last but January, maybe it's just one where I think what was that where he came into the team. Yeah, I could be right. I, I don't oh, okay. want to interrupt yet because I'll let Maz, yeah. um before he goes. So but I yeah, I don't know how much. Don't know how many seasons or months yeah. he's done on in in the first team. But maybe yeah. it's one where yeah. Rushworth just needs more time. But, but obviously, but, but then, but then you you go. Obviously, I know Steele's what in his thirties now. But yeah, will it be then a, a Rushworth versus Verbruggen one and two, uh, which will be interesting to see. But no, I, I'm yeah. very excited. I think it's really key that we replace uh, Robert Sanchez. Obviously, he's yeah nailed on to leave. At where some is point. he going though? I don't, where, that, where, that's, where that's funny. I, I haven't seen him being linked anywhere. Which is weird. Well, it looked like he was going to go Tottenham, and now he's not. <laughs> was it Ch maybe oh, yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea yeah. Right. Now, apparently Kepa's going to we'll be number Cole one then. at Chelsea, according to reports. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so, boys, yeah. Um, also, just before I go, uh, I would love for us to sign Mohamed Kadoos. Please, Brighton, yes. if you're if you're It's going to happen, mate. Tony, Kudus if you're watching, uh, please ring. just go all out for Kadoos. Spend 40, 50 million on him. Uh, get the boy in there. Um, and Sasha Bowie from uh, Galatasaray as well. Yes. Oh, that's been well, we'll be talking about all of those in part two. Yeah. When Maz is, Maz is going to be shooting off. But yeah, Maz, thank you very much. And we'll see boys, you in no, two seconds without Maz. Yeah, peace. Thank God he's gone. We've had to do that twice now. We've said that before. Is that yeah. a first time thing? No, no, we've said that before. Um, yeah, thank God he's gone. Part two, here we go with Ryan and Ben. We're going to be talking about the incomings uh, and obviously the players we have signed because I don't think we've spoken about too much, have we? Yeah, um, I'll talk about Big Bart a bit more we, as well. To be yeah, fair. we talk about Big Bart Simpson. Um, Bart Simpson. Because his first name is Bart, if people don't know. Really good joke. Um, I'm excited <laughs> for him. I'm excited for a nice young keeper. Um, mm. Another wonder kid, classic Brighton that is. Looked like a few other big clubs were interested in him, including yeah. Burnley and Man United, two massive clubs. Huge um, clubs. But it looks like looks like we're getting him, and I'm very happy about that because Sanchez obviously done brilliant for us, got us where we are, um, helped. There was a massive pivotal moment when Matt, Matty Ryan left, and we finally got a very very good yeah. keeper. But obviously something's gone wrong, and I'm glad he's going. Hopefully, we'll get a few. 
some decent money for him. Don't really know how much we'll get. If I'm going to guess, maybe 20, 25 million. Can't see it being any more than that, mm. especially if he's not going to be someone's number one. If you don't one, want to be here, then, he wants to then be. go, isn't it? I think that's, yeah, that's exactly. pretty much the situation. Let him go. So. But Ryan, what do you reckon of Bart then? It looks good, mate. I, I, I Again, I, I'd be lying if I said I knew loads about him before. Um, I do have a Dutch friend and I did ask him. I actually have two Dutch friends. So shout out Yelma and shout out Baz. Um, I spoke to both of them. And um, Yelma is a great guy. And um, he um, basically told me a little bit about him. And he said that um, he's he's actually given me, he's an Ajax fan. So he actually told me about Kudos as well. And he said that um, there was a second round of talks uh, like last week or something like that. So uh, nice. a couple of days ago so he said that Brighton are the most interested so he's given me quite a lot of updates on the whole Netherlands link so it's quite fun um, but no he um, did say about Bart he said he's probably one of the most hyped up players in the Netherlands in terms of like prospects and they're really excited by him like all the all the Dutch um, fans are proper you know bigging him up to be the next big thing uh, to answer Matt's point on the whole fact of Jason Steele and stuff and why yeah. Carl Rushworth Obviously, it does seem to hinder him a little bit. Um, but I don't know if you've seen the clips of his distribution, but he has the passing of a midfielder. It's ridiculous. Like, he has his uh, long balls or, and, what, and medium balls. Not rock hard. Yeah, Verbruggen. Um, oh, okay. And his passing is insane. So he's very, very, very technical with his feet. He must have been a midfielder when he was younger. Um, as if he's not young. It's like Jason Steele, is. isn't it? Jason yeah. Steele said he used to play like centre mid sometimes for Sunday league yeah. teams when he was playing see. golf. On. You can see, yeah, and um, yeah, I think yeah, that's probably the reason. I don't know Rushworth in and out, but from my taking anyway, I haven't seen a player with that much composure on a ball. I think that you know he's got the composure of Jason Steele, but he's got a passing ability that probably is, is far above the Dale you know, Stevens Sanchez and, and Steele. Yeah, yeah, Dale Stevens in the championship <laughs> twenty fifteen. Unmatched passing range, but yeah, it's, it's it's like a Stevens John Joe Shelby link up right there. Like Jeez. you don't get much better than that back in the championship. But, we're winning um, the lot next year if that's the case. We're, we're winning everything, but no, he looks he looks great, and um, I'm very excited by him. And the the Dutch fans seem excited by him as a prospect too, so which mm. is exciting. And do you see what do you reckon with Steel? Will he be starting next year? Because Bart seems like pretty much done, isn't it? So let's say we have Bart and we have Jason Steele. Do you, I, I, I agree with Maz. I think it would be unfair to drop Jason Steele all of a sudden for Bart, but you yeah. know, Deserbe be off for making a big decision like that, no. especially if you're going to do it, you do it at the start of the season. And it depends. Yeah, I think that's probably when you would have to do it rather than just randomly doing it. And like Maz said, it, it's until Jason Steele makes a mistake, which is quite unfortunate, but that's when, well, a manager, a football like manager like myself or my video game. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing. As soon as they make a mistake, he's gone. Um, and that's when you drop Indeed. him. But yeah, what do you reckon? Who starts? Um, the good thing is we've got a USA Summer Series to you know get into, um, see you know these young players, new players. Um, so it could give us a little bit of an insider as to what our starting eleven could be on the first day. Um, could be a good also insider as to who's who's better in that you know if we're rotating. But at the end of the day, Verbruggen is is one of the hottest prospects in the world as a goalkeeper and. He has um, been signed and has been has been lured here by De Zerbi and, and being insured game time. And at the end of the day, um, if you're going to be given an offered game time, you know you're you're going to be all over it, um, especially as a goalie. So I'd, I'd imagine I'd imagine that he'd be starting, but I don't know if it'd be instant. But one thing I can say is we've got Europa League next year, so to be able to have the ability to switch between two very capable yeah, goalkeepers very at their feet, 
is going to be so vital for us. Um, two goalkeepers that will hopefully love the club as well and not just want to leave <laughs> would be quite nice, uh, especially when we've got so many cup competitions to play in. Um, so I'd imagine that we, we obviously we're, we're signing a lot, aren't we? So um, bless you. I would think that we're going to be in a much better uh, situation in terms of rotation and we're going to be seeing more rotation. So that's a very good point because you know but there'll be more. You always see like sure. those clubs that are playing in Europe. They always have a cup goalkeeper, don't they? Or a key goalkeeper mm. that plays in Europe. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I didn't even think about that. Whether it'll be Jason Steele that plays in Europe or Verbruggen. Maybe mm. Verbruggen does, and Jason Steele starts in the Premier League. There's no harm in mixing um, it as well, you know. Like if you, if they're both very confident and very capable, there's, you know, you're not. You need a you need a core, of course, but at the same time, um, especially with all these competitions, I think it's not a massive harm. Sorry, I pressed the wrong button then. Um, no, that's true. But I think, I, I don't know, if I had to pick, I'd probably say maybe Jason Steele for the Prem, just maybe for the experience that he had last year, let the Bruggen settle into the cup competitions and that sort of thing. I think that would be the so, way I would go about it, if so. Um, but no, it looks very exciting to be able to sign another wonder kid, especially as a goalkeeper, because it's so important to have a really, really good goalkeeper. Gives the mm. defence in front of him a lot, a lot of confidence as well. Um, and Brighton have a very good history of Dutch goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. Past Tim Krul, we obviously then we have big Michel Kuypers, the former Dutch Marine, and Brighton yeah. absolutely loved him. So hopefully it's the same for Bart Verbruggen. Oh, I can see that um, Bart Verbruggen's a Royal Dutch Marine. That'd be great. Yeah, but was he a chef? We'll have to find out. We'll have to ask him if we ever ask see him. him. We'll get him on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll get him on the pod. That'll be the first question. That'll be the only question we ask him. <laughs> Do you know uh, Michel Kuypers? Another... You look up to him. Sorry. Actually, let's get them both on. That'd be great because Michelle's yeah. an absolute legend. And if you don't know him as a Brighton fan, you're listening, get to know him because, yeah, he is an absolute hero. Has he got a flag outside the West the West Stand way? I don't know if he does, does he? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. If actually. he does, I, he I, I sit in the West, I, got, <laughs> I don't even know. That's really bad, isn't it? My, mate, yeah. my awareness is awful. Like, you, you could literally, yeah. like, put, like, have you seen them awareness tests and they put the, the moonwalking bear thing in the background and they see if you notice it when you're trying to count the keepy uppies? You ever do that in school? There's a bear goes behind. If anyone was in school and did this, it's, it's the weirdest thing. And my, my brain would just completely not even realise it's there. Like I would not even notice at all. And it's just there doing this and all sorts. So That is worrying. You'll get, you'll get cooked if you're in the forest. And funny enough, I was actually watching loads of bear videos yesterday after listening to Joe Rogan podcast. It's very strange. Um, Brighton Pop, Brighton I learned something whilst we were off air, Ryan. Sasha mm. Bowie, who was a right back that some Brighton fans are excited about, the Galatasaray yes. guy. I had no idea. And you informed me. What did you inform me, Ryan? Pretty Romano. Followed me on Twitter as well, by the way. Top man. He's been DMing me and all sorts. He's been a great guy. But um, no, back, he said... Um, good books. Yeah, back in the good books. It's all right. But, um, no. <laughs> uh, shout out Fab. He's all right. He's definitely listened to this. And um, yeah, no, uh, Sasha Bowie ruled out the move, didn't he? So I, I would think, uh, to be fair to Fabrizio, he has been pretty spot on for everything Brighton related this year, this summer. Um, so I would say, yeah, he's he's not coming. Um, looks like Liverpool could be a good potential, though. Um, and obviously, we all know Tino very well. Um, for obviously the ACL injury that he suffered at the Amex and then the, the actual no, comeback he had at the Amex too, uh, which is quite crazy. Um, mm. But yeah, maybe maybe uh, maybe a move for him, but there's, there's a heavy price tag of 50 million from Southampton and obviously Newcastle want him. That's too. ridiculous. 50 yeah. million is insane. It's like they, they, they're putting 50 million on all of their players. They put Lavia, maybe I can understand. They've said they Lavia's want 50 to fair. 55 mil for James Or prowse which is baffling that's mental he's not worth that sort of money i'm sorry good player not worth 50 55 million 
Um, okay, million pound free kick. Worse, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for a set piece merchant. No, it is more than that. Um, but yeah, Tino Romenso, he was the one that he was my he was my shout for a transfer in the maybe an episode ago or two episodes it was actually, ago. Yeah, and it's good to see mm. that we're going back in with him. Mm. Newcastle put in a bid of twelve million, I think, last week. Which is a bit of like, which a bit is quite it's quite funny, bit disrespectful. Yeah. I can't see him probably not worth twelve million, but it could have soured um, it in fairness. Not, I, that's why, it, wasn't it? The Athletic said that Brighton aren't out of the race regardless of Newcastle starts. Yeah. Um which I'm so, absolutely buzzing with. But the yeah, only issue, Ryan, he is the injuries again, which we've had with Tarek True. Lamptey. True, that's, he is very that's talented. What boy. Me about him. Um, he was probably the only one that him and Tarek were so close in being the best in the in the Chelsea Academy. Um, but I, I would, oh, I don't know. I would have him, but then yeah, the 50 million, no, I wouldn't spend 50 million. Definitely not. No. Um, I think maybe 30 max, 25 max. Um, I know. So 25, I can see. Love, but I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to see us going much higher to a player that's been out for a year and a half uh, or a yeah. year and a bit. It would be, it would be a big, bold move, uh, which I wouldn't put past us in fairness. Um, but yeah, injury-prone players we could do without, especially with our current injury <laughs> sort of squad that we've got. Um, yeah. We'll see. I don't, yeah, I would like him. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to disagree. I don't know if Brighton would be the club that would take a punt on an injury-prone player like that. I know we have maybe with Dahoud, but he comes as a free Dahoud, transfer. Lalana, Welbeck. I like, don't know, yeah. But they're frees. Maybe, tw- yeah, 25, 25 million, I'd, I'd absolutely take him. But then what does that mean for Tarek Lamptey? Um, he has been struggling coming back into the team. Phil Joel Verwin's been know. obviously very, very brilliant. I do feel for him because he had the weight put on his shoulders and he really, really took it to everyone and showed how unbelievable he was going to be. And then he got injured and it was heartbreaking to see because he was so good. Link with like, link with Bayern Munich and we were, mm. people were joking about having Tarek Lamptey and Alfonso Davis or wing-back saying it should be illegal. And now... Yes, he's been struck by a lot of injuries and it's so sad to see. And I would really, really hate to see him leave the club. Yeah, um, same. If we did get another right back in with Joel Veltman there as well, because I can't see us having three right backs. Um, but mm. what do you reckon? If we do get another right back, does that mean Lamptey maybe goes out on loan somewhere else? I think if anything, he'd probably he'd probably get sold, unfortunately. I don't think we'd loan him um, just because, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to want to focus on his career. He's going to be, what, 23 next year, 24? So ultimately, you know, he's in a position where he wants to settle his career so he knows where he's going to play. Um, it's harsh, really, because I don't want to see him sold. Um, I feel like he's one of those players that a lot of people got an attachment to quite quickly, um, especially during lockdown. Um, lockdown empty and all that is uh, one of the parts. He was like our first superstar, wasn't he? Yeah, we really felt like we had something proper there. And I think, I still think we could, but I think that it's, it's too much of an ask for him really to to become, you know, especially with the amount of games you've got to play next year. Um, yeah, I, I, I could see him being sold. I hope it's a loan just for the sake of, you know, if he does go out and does really well, stays fit for a year, could be great for us. Um, but ultimately, if we're looking at the likes of Livermento, um, you know, they're young players too, and they're going to be realistically replacing him. Uh, which is a shame, but it is what it is. It's football. But on the flip side, he did he featured a couple of times, didn't he, on the left hand side, and maybe that would be good to have as an option this season. And like mm. similar to the goalkeeper situation, maybe we can say Lamptey, you can play in the Europa League and have more game time there. Maybe that will help him get fit and get more adjusted to first team football again, yeah. rather than him going out on loan. But yeah, I would be upset to see him leave permanently because there's still definitely a player there. 
I agree. Um, it's just whether yeah, he can get over all these injury issues. Hmm. And yeah, yeah, obviously with Sasha Bowie now not being part of it, I can only see it being Tino Livramento unless we sign some absolute random, which we yeah, there'll be there'll be another link. Will I end up doing. Yeah, I I yeah. don't know any this right backs some random that note. I've seen or heard being linked to. I, I think the only only things I have seen um, is obviously. Nice little leeway onto Kudus, um, to be fair. Uh, Mohamed yeah, Kudus, um, as first called by Fabrizio. Again, another exclusive here from Fabrizio Romano. He gave us the um, big news of Joao Pedro. Uh, now he's given us some exclusive on um, a, a player which I think, Ben, could be a very, very, very big coup. He's one of the most, I think he is the most successful dribbler in the world currently uh, in terms of dribbles completed. After Harry Kane. Uh, is it after Harry Kane? That's the last man. Oh, sorry. Well, no, just because because of sorry. his speech. That's yeah. terrible. That's terrible <laughs> um, so oh, you actually baited me properly as well. I was going to say, dribbling. <laughs> Anyways, um, point is, <laughs> you are you are immature. Uh, point is, um, <laughs> great player, Ben. Forty million, though, probably thereabouts. I'd say. To get hold of him, yeah. it's going to be a tough deal. Yeah, apparently, Euros, that was wasn't it? So imagine it would be thirty. I think thirty-five million pounds will probably be the, the number we go for if if we do end up going for him. He's that wonder kid on Football Manager for FIFA. He Kudus is the go-to guy on if you play Football Manager or FIFA. You always sign mm. Kudus. I always do. Make and him I always anywhere. rate him. Yeah, he's a guy like right wing midfielder. Yeah, he literally he's great, and and I'm really excited if we do get him because he screams Brian. He also screams Roberto De Zerbi. But again, I did speak to Yelma, and Yelma told me shout out Yelma, and he told me that at Ajax, great talent, but and it comes to the big but. And the reason why he's going so cheap, and it's the reason why it's time to move on, is because he doesn't. He's not the best at playing with a team. Um, he, he's he's a bit selfish. Now, don't get me wrong. You need selfish players, particularly talented ones. But if it's a situation where he's not going to play for the team and he's going to sulk, then that's not good. And I hope that, I think that De Zerbi, the one thing he is good at is sorting players out and, and making them the best they can be. Realistically, we didn't see, I know that Solly is definitely not a sulker, uh, far from it, in fact, but he's a player that was completely on the other, other end of being not the best, um, you know, in terms of goals output, assists output, to being our best goals assists output. So what do you think? Could, do you think that he could revive that um, will to play for a team and being a little bit more inclusive, perhaps? If anyone can, it would be De Zerbi. Uh, any mm. managers currently in the Prem or any of the top leagues, I feel like he's their guy that would get that into you. And maybe it's part of just on Kudu's side. Maybe do you get? Can you get bored of being in the Eredivisie when if it's if you're quite successful there constantly? Yeah. And maybe you're, I don't think they've done as well in Europe this year. Did they even qualify last? Year? I no, think they, they did qualify the Champions year. League. Uh, or are they Champions? They League? were Champions League last year, weren't they? Because apparently he scored against Liverpool. I don't remember seeing that. But yeah, I think they're did. Europa this year. I, I believe. Yeah, I think they are Europa this year. Yeah. So maybe it's just a case of getting like cold feet and wanting to move on. Um, you know, this is going to be such a brilliant opportunity for him. Playing in the Premier League is mm. massive. And I think it'll be such a big motivation for him. And then, yeah, on top of that, you've got De Zerbi, who can probably kick him into gear. And it'll be such a great environment for Kudus to be in, for sure. Like, it's one thing, mm. not just saying it because I'm being biased, but Brighton is definitely one of the best clubs to be at in the Prem. Mm. Uh, let alone probably maybe in the world, potentially. We're Especially definitely for a talented attacker, you know. Like, if you're, if you're a yeah. player that wants to get forward, wants to have the ball a lot, wants to take players on, get goals... Uh, and being with a chance, and you know you're going to be with a chance of 
a good five big chances, you know, a game, uh, probably a bit much, but three big chances a game, you yeah. know that you're in with a chance of scoring a lot of goals. Um, I think that Kudus is that sort of player. He looks like a player that's going to want to be in that situation, especially with Joao Pedro, Matoma, Adingra, March. You know, we've got some great attackers, Sarmiento so as well, signed a new contract. <clears throat> um, and that's not even to mention, you know, if we went for any more. Um, mm. But I do think that, yeah, he's going to be very vital in terms of versatility as well, as you say. That's, um, that's where, where he plays, though. That would be an interesting part because obviously he can play right wing, he can play cam, he can play as an eight in centre midfield. But I think he's also played up front for Ajax as well. Yeah, I he doubt he'll be playing up, he won't be playing up front yeah. for us, I'm pretty sure. But uh, maybe maybe he's the Alexis or maybe he's the guy that will be going into midfield and then we have someone else that will play deeper. Yeah. I was told. That, I, I was told back in June that Brighton. Uh, sorry, back in May. But as the season ended, it was saying Brighton will be going for big names. So don't worry this summer. And I was just thinking. Mm. And then I see the link with all these players. And now I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, my goodness, that you weren't lying. Like you were not lying. We really are going for big names. Like I did not imagine. Did you, did you ever imagine Joel Pedro and Kudus being players that, was, that Brighton yeah, would be linked one. with? Let alone signing. But like linked. That's with, the one that really shocked me. That was the one that mm. shocked me. Joel Pedro and I was like, fuck, we mean business. Yeah, um, and that was such a good surprise, <clears throat> and it's actually part of I was a question I was going to ask is when you have those nice surprises when you see a player randomly linked and then you sign him very very quickly after that, mm. it's such a <clears throat> such a great feeling rather mm. than having to deal with these long winded month long transfer sagas. Yeah, I feel like someone done be that could be, and it kind of does it. Sometimes it gets a bit boring. Like imagine Arsenal fans are still pretty happy they signed Declan Rice, but the fact that it just took so long and it's so long winded yeah. and it's just. It must get a bit. It must kill the must kill the happiness a little bit. And I saw someone's mm. tweet went viral. It was like, I absolutely love David Ornstein, absolutely love Fabrizio Romano, and then said, but wouldn't you just love to find out your transfers as like a surprise? And you're like, oh yeah. wow, you got a really really cool announcement video, or you just find out on the day like kind of like we did with Jao Pedro. I think we found out on the the Thursday night, and then by the Friday, I think we'd actually signed him or something like that. Mm. And yeah, that was, was such a great surprise. Yeah. And now these kind of sagas go on for so long. Casale You're happy once you get him, but it just gets a bit... Yeah, exactly. It's very draining on the fans. And I know that's part of football now, especially with social media. Like, it's agents. Back though. in the day, back in the day you'd find out who you've signed on like 442 magazine. <laughs> when you didn't have social media, you'd be going, you'd be going to Marbella on the plane, you pick up 442 because it's the first thing you've read all year. And then you see who yeah, you're signing yeah, on there. Yeah. Something back like when that. Back magazine meant something, you know. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's unfortunate. But now this Casado thing has been going but, on um, since January, mate. Like the whole Arsenal yeah. thing. And then literally even during the season, Fabrizio Romano was tweeting about him. It was boring. And it still I think is it is bored a bit now, and to it be kind fair. of kills it. Like, I saw um, Brian Bowles really popping off. And I saw he put a tweet on um, about the same thing. He just said that the Casado stuff is just boring now. Like it's, it's at a point where you just think, well, we all know he's going to go. Like no one, no one expects him to stay at Brighton now. Um, and if they, if he does, it's because no one can be, no one wants to pay for him. And I, and I said that back in that bold opinions thing. That I, I feel like it's going to be kind of a lot for people to pay. And that's always been my stumbling block over Caicedo, whether anyone's actually going to spend a hundred million on him. Um, and I still believe that we'll stick to it. Um, but yeah, I just feel like it's been going on for so long now that even if someone does go and buy him, like I'm not going to have any emotional attachment to it whatsoever. Because it's it's gone. It, I've, I've pretty much written. It yeah, off it feels like he's already gone. Ago. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I've been, I've been, well, I've accepted that he's going to be gone. That was months ago, so <clears throat> it's not going to be, it's not going to be painful to see him finally go. Alexis yeah. was a bit different because I felt, I felt Alexis seeing him in him. the Liverpool shirt hurt like that. that, that didn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. I, when yeah. I saw him in red, I was like, 
Nah. What number did he take? Didn't he take one? He took number eight, didn't he? Ten. Was it? Or eight. Oh, he ten. took ten. Ten, 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 ten. Did he take ten? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Wait, no, did he? Because I think he might have taken eight because Navigator left. Maybe. Okay, yeah, no, I think, I think you are right. I think you are I think right. I just remember seeing... Oh, no, that's right. No, it is 10, but the reason why I've done it is because I had to make a graphic for work and it was Gerard and Alexis. And Alexis said he didn't want to take the eight because he felt there was too, it was too heavy because of Gerard. He said he wanted to show more, more respect to Gerard and leave it and not take the eight. That's not the best thing to say, is it? Well, well, should, it's, it's a bit... It's throwing shade at Navigator. yourself, shouldn't you? No, he's yeah, throwing like, he's throwing shade at Navigator for suddenly taking the eight straight away as soon as Gerard. If left. someone believed in me enough to sign me up, Right, say one football came in and was like, Ryan, we think you are like I know I know that you haven't got like the most followers out of like people with millions, but we think you could be the one that has three million followers in a year. And I'll be like, Okay. Uh, I w- I'm not gonna go there and be like, No, 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 you've got the wrong guy. Get someone else. Like get like yeah. I'll, I'll have the, I'll have one million followers, but I'm not getting three. But then, it might be a South American thing. Though, so I'm trying to the say that they they're very more they're getting more attached to number ten with likes of Pele and obviously Messi, Maradona, that sort of thing. I think ten's a big number for South Africa, uh, South Africa, South America. I get that, but Maybe I, I'd why. still I'd still go in there and be like, yeah, come on then, yeah, I'll do that. I can do that. I can. I believe in that. Like, yeah. if, if you're telling me you believe in that, why shouldn't I believe in it? Um, Maybe that's yeah. where your point. Um, what twenty minutes ago, and you're saying about um, <laughs> that's actually quite being weird. Mr. Nice Guy situation. Yeah, Mr. Nice Guy thing. Don't Maybe be that, too <laughs> that could be because. Sometimes you need to need to have that arrogance, you know. You need to go in and and even if you don't believe it yourself, if you if you put it into your head, then you will believe it eventually, and, and it will happen because that's how the power of manifestation is. But I think that yeah, if you're going into something like that, it's a you know, especially a big club like Liverpool, and you're going in instantly saying I don't want the eight because Gerrard is a bit scary. Unless me, maybe maybe it was maybe it was a thing just to um, and also to appease Liverpool fans to show that he knows about the club and that sort of thing. Could just be uh, that. Who knows. Um, how did yeah. we even get onto Alexis's number? I don't know. Sorry, this is such a sidetrack. But to be fair, it's um, it's been a good, been a good conversation. Oh, yeah. go on, you, you, if you um, another technical error from Ryan's behalf. But you know, hang on a minute. We're back in. <laughs> this, this <laughs> right. I've got, I've got a really cheap thing off Amazon, right? And the thing is, uh, because I have to plug in my mic transmitter thing every single time I even go close to it, it just goes. Tsh. So like when you've got. When you've got your headphones, you're trying to balance it so that you can just about hear it. And then as soon as it's gone, kids nowadays won't get it because they've got AirPods. When you have to try and get the thing to balance and without it, it's going to go. Yeah, I've got that situation. It's really annoying. But yeah. Technical errors. And always with Ryan, but we'll move on. Um, we've, I don't know how we got onto the, the number thing, but we've already said that. Um, I wanted to talk about players that we already have signed. Um, because I don't think we spoke too much about João Pedro. Obviously, to Hood. I think yeah, we've we spoken about James Milner. Um, mm. I did joke just then off air about Alex Oxley and Chamberlain. If you remember from previous episodes, where is he? Apparently, a barber, someone's <laughs> my mate's barber or photographer. I think it was told him that he was going to be signing a greedy deal. Who knows? Maybe it will happen. Maybe it will be a what surprise. What about this photo of um, Robert Sanchez's story then, with Danny Welbeck and none other? You got the light in the way. None other than Alex Oxley Chamberlain. No way. Yeah. <laughs> So I told you, mate, it's happening. It's you happening. never know. You never know. Um, Agent Welbs. If, if you are right, uh, you, we could be getting some little mixed halftime dance shows. So that would be great. Um, yes. <laughs> Gully's girls <but> reformed. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I was going to say about Joao Pedro, yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, obviously, there's the depth we've got in those positions, as we mentioned. One player I didn't mention, though, was Facundo Bonanotte. I didn't mention Facundo Bonanotte. Mm. I think he's a great player. 
Uh, he's got potential to be anyway. So he's a long way off, but he's got time. Um, he put he put a quote out uh, when he first joined Brighton. It's via ESPN. And um, read, I'll, list, I'll read you out. It was windy and cold. Uh, with my agent, we were in a hotel overlooking the sea. It was getting dark at three in the afternoon. And I was thinking, where have I gone? I wanted to kill myself, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> I was like, what? Obviously, Jesus. it's a very, very out of context quote. And then it says, as the months went by, I got used to it. Now I like it better. I didn't know how much um, about the team, but then I, then I started to get used to it. We managed to qualify for Europa League, which was the group's objective. So I'm very happy. Now we'll be back in a few days to prepare. <laughs> it's like, had the Whoa. cold weather. I don't think that's a real quote. I don't Brighton. think he actually wanted to, you know. Brighton like, Marine is not that bad, mate. <laughs> I think that's where think he was staying, like, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he means he saw it and he was like, oh my God, I wanted to die. Like as a jo- I think it was probably a throwaway yeah, yeah, comment, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, like yeah, I wanted yeah. to die. Not, probably not, probably not, said it joking. Literally. Not actually, yeah. But no, the point of the matter is, I read that, I was like, what? But um, all the comments, obviously, are, are laughing, saying, you know, what? <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, but the yeah. good the good point is, it means he's settling in. It means he's, he's, it means he's getting into life here. Um, and obviously, mm-hmm. settling into the temperature. Uh, it, it always goes to prove, doesn't it, that these young players coming from South America, they've got a long way to go before they actually even get into the culture here, if you know what I'm trying to say. Um, but Joao Pedro, Ben, talk to me. How excited are you to see 30, 30 million plus potentially five add-ons, was 30. it? Maybe 35 yeah. uh, all in. Um, no, big, big signing. So excited, mate. So mm. excited. And he, he's another versatile player as well. Can play as a 10, can play in the wing, can play up front even. Um, and even Glenn Murray, I think when so there was a great qu- quote from Glenn Murray um, recently about when he was at Watford and Joao Pedro was there as well. Apparently in the first week, he actually phoned the club saying... Can, you need to sign this boy. This boy's world class. He's going to be brilliant. And then obviously two or three years later, he's actually at the club. It's just it's just quite mad that Glenn saw it and phoned us up straight away. Didn't phone up Crystal Palace, by the way. He phoned up Brighton, which is I thought was quite nice as well. Well, maybe he did phone up Crystal Palace and you didn't mention did it. Both, but I think yeah. it probably was just Brighton. <laughs> he did weird. both. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he might have done both. Uh, but no, I think that was incredible. Uh, and now, now he's here. Um, I'm so excited to see him. He looks so sick. He looks so good. Um, I'd just be interested to see where he plays because does he, he he won't be playing on the left if Karamatoma's there. Uh, if Kudus comes, whether he'll be playing on the right or whether he'll be playing in the middle. Um, and will we be playing with a 10 potentially or maybe a striker just off of Ever Ferguson? Who knows where he plays, but wherever he does play, I'll be so excited to see him play. A Brazilian playing for Brighton is going to be so cool. Um, yeah. I know Bernardo is really, really great at left back, but this is, this is levels. like This is Jao Pedro. <laughs> Yeah, baller yeah. and yeah I think yeah. it's going to be very very good I think um, to answer your question I, I did say um, on AFTV I actually think it was and I said about the position thing and Brighton seemed to sign types of players not positions uh, I think that that's ultimately the most important thing if you're if you're a scout you're not looking for a position you're looking for a type of player that can play in that position I think that because Joao Pedro is an out-and-out sort of striker, if you were to call him, if you were just purely basing football on on positions. I think because we've got him as a striker, we've got, obviously, Ferguson's a bit more of a complete centre-forward. This is what I'm saying. They're they're, they're very, very different positions, even though, by definition, they're the same. So I think that because we've got Pedro, potentially Kudus, Matoma's a bit more of a a winger, um, March, probably more of a winger, 
But then the rest of them are a little bit more of probably fluid, I'd say. I'd say pretty much everybody else around that position is is quite fluid. I think what we're going to see next year is a lot more fluidity up front. We're going to see a lot more. Sometimes Kudu's going to be on the right. Sometimes going to be on the left. Sometimes Pedro is going to be through the middle. Other times he's going to be playing out wide. I think it's going to be a lot more fluid because that's what we're going to sort of have to do because we're going to have to, I think, change Total the football. way that Zerbi plays. Like a Ted yeah. Lasso, mate. Everyone will be playing everyone's positions, filling yeah. in. The but Ted I think Lasso that's going way. to have to happen with the Zerbi because I feel like the Pauza sort of um, became... I don't know. I feel like it will get worked out because ultimately a lot of teams are going to now replicate... The Peps now said that we're going to, they're going to replicate. Obviously, I'm sure that Klopp will do the same. A lot of clubs are going to start replicating. So he'll have to adapt and change. And Deserby's admitted that in the press conferences in the past. He's going to have to adapt and change his style. Potentially, we could be seeing a, a change in style to where we've got players playing a lot more fluidly, um, a lot more attacking sort of changes. Um, you know, we've been used to it in midfield for so long now, been used to it with inverted fullbacks, been used to it ball playing centre halves. I think the next thing that we're going to have to see that's changing is a change in up front. I feel like things are going to change a lot. Um, That could be just me overthinking football as always. Um, But I think that that makes sense. No? No, of course it does. Yeah, that's very, very true. We've seen it in the past where managers don't change and it all goes peak tom. And when clubs Mm. do figure them out and then they do drift off. A bit like Liverpool, if you don't change your players or a bit like Leicester, if you don't change your players, definitely Leicester. Best example. Um, yeah, if you don't change and you don't keep up with the times, then you fall off. And eventually we will, whether we see it so soon next season, who knows? I think we've probably got another season with it, I think. Um, got another couple, I'd say. I just, got another I'll, two or three. I'll be, yeah, I'll be interested to see how how teams do how teams do deal with it. Because obviously I'm not a football manager, but thinking about it, I can't think of how a team would deal with having a centre-backs and that sort of thing, standing on the ball, waiting for them to come. Because... The only thing you can do is come. You're not just going to sit there and not get the ball, are you? So I'll be, they'll be interested to see if we do if it does get figured out. There'll be a reaction. Um, it's that's quite how a good compliment. You know? Yeah, but it'll be it's very, probably a massive. Well, it is a massive compliment to Deserbi and Brighton the fact that mm. Liverpool and City might be trying this out. Maybe City definitely are going to be adapting their way and kind of implementing yeah. it into their own style. So hats off to Deserbi. Um, it's yeah, it's a blessing and a curse, isn't it? If you're doing something so good, people are going to copy it. Yeah, um, so that's just, that's just the John the Stones life, really. role is probably um, one of my favourite alternatives. I think that that's such a great. That's, role that's to very watch. clever. Yeah, that's a great. So role to maybe watch. that's we saw Deserby do it against Pep on the final day, didn't we? Uh, not the final day, the day before the final. Yeah, day, um, when he did it with Van Hecker, and I thought that it worked really mm. well um, to sort of leave a free gap between midfield anchor centre half. All of a sudden, you've got a ball player who can come all the way as far as through the middle to sort of pass the halfway line into the final third. That is, I, I don't know why, I, I love tactics. I think that I, I absolutely love tactics. Watching that Van Hecker role was so great. And I thought, no way he's actually trying to do the same as Pep, to Pep. Like, that's yeah. just great. And it worked to Haaland anyway. Um, yeah, but yeah, exactly. no, it's, it'll be interesting next year. Definitely. There's going to be a lot of evolving. You think of how much has changed in the last, since October when he came in? Um, to now mate, to think so much has changed so much changed since Potter left yeah so much so has much changed mate. mate it's crazy I feel like a different person um, I feel like I've aged with it but it's great what are we get, what are we going to be saying next year this this time next year we'll be going into another yeah, season mad. hopefully with the Zerby so much change we're getting, we're getting so many new players coming through it's very exciting it's super exciting mm-hmm. and then also 
another exciting thing that made me so excited for next season is our friend Ted, friend of the podcast, made an incredible, incredible uh, end of season video. And we shared it on our story. Oh, yeah, Ned's um, got you know, I'll put a link in the well. description as well. Ned's did, You know, did Ned. It? Yeah, Ned Atar. He, yeah. he did one. We've got Taken Down. Was his on YouTube, though? Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get him to um, YouTube. Maybe I'll get probably, him to post it on Probably Twitter because it was on YouTube. Yeah, because that, yeah, the, um, match footage is going to get snapped up straight away. But yeah, yeah. I'll try. If I remember, I'll put a link to Ted's in the description because it's really, really yeah. it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and I'm absolutely pumped, mate. Europa League football soon. We'll be back maybe in a week or two if something significant happens. Who fair, knows? I feel like there's going to be a surprise now, coming. I think. Players are coming back yeah. on Monday, um, I think, because uh, it's obviously 1st of July is tomorrow. I doubt they'll put them in on a Saturday. They could do, I doubt it. Um, so the season starts tomorrow um, at the time of recording this. So 2023-24 season is a tomorrow. And for me, I'm excited by that. We'll have a kit review means... soon as well, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get all this, we'll get all this back. So I think regular weekly podcasts are back, if I'm honest, because it is yeah. the build-up. There'll be more transfers pre-season, America Tour. Yeah. There's be plenty to talk about. So yeah, we're Yeah, back. that's true. America back, Tour baby. is going to be quite fun to, to react to. Yeah. America's going to be jokes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just feel like there's a surprise. I feel like they're, especially in maybe the defensive role, whether we get Coel or not, I feel like that's a big, big position. There'll be a breakthrough in so that, to be fair. That'll, that'll be the next, that'll be the next position to, to sort out. And then I think we're probably good to go. Hmm. I think we're good to go in Europe and the Premier League and all the cups and potentially win silverware. We'll leave it on that. Ryan, thank you for sticking with me Top. and being here. Obviously, Maz had to leave. It's been a good episode. It's been nice no, it's to be been back. Really good. We haven't it's been a little bit more analytical, actually. It's been quite yeah. fun. Um, I've been quite enjoying... Mm. I've, it's been, it feels like a long time since I've gone to that part of my brain. Um, it's been quite fun to do. Um, but yeah, no, We've had so many players it. that we've been linked with to t- talk mm. about, which was obviously very nice as well. Yeah. Because sometimes, well, especially Agreed. maybe in recent times, we haven't really been linked with players we know or that we can talk about. It's always been yeah. never seen and never seen a player. Watched his highlights of Brazil scout. Looks good. Let's get him. <laughs> and, yeah. But now we actually okay. know likes of João Pedro de Hood. They've got history and they've got class that we'll be looking forward to seeing next year. So like the video, comment below, comment below saying, um, let us know whether you think we're going to get Colwill. Let us know if you think we'll get Colwill or not. Um, Yeah, let us know because I'm interested to see. How much would you spend on him? What's the match you spend? That's the comment. 50, yeah. 50, 60 million. Um, I can't see us. Yeah, maybe 45. If we hit 50 million in a transfer, that's crazy. I can't see us get, spending that much. We have the money, <laughs> so obviously. Ready. We do have the money We're for so sure. Here. But yeah, we, we are him. We're so um, here. Yeah. We've got me. And also let us know any other signings. Let us know any other signings you think that we should get or that we link to that we've missed. Um, and on that note, we will see you very soon. Peace. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com hold up 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.